Welcome to Season 2 of the Cafe Nervosa Podcast. I'm Taryn. And I'm Lauren. We are two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season, and we're talking about specific topics as we go. We will lovingly dissect the episodes and plots, share clips featuring our favorite jokes, and gush over Roz and Lilith. In this episode, we're talking about how the show portrays women, and for season two, that means being pleasantly surprised by female characters that are straight up great at their jobs, and it will surprise no one, we will also be talking about Lilith Sternen. Lilith. Lilith. So, brew up a pot of English breakfast tea and ride the service elevator down to the laundry room as we talk about season two of Frasier. Before we get into the topic today, here's a refresher on Season 2 of Frasier. Recall that at this point, Frasier is settled into his life in Seattle and that his hair is still being worn in a scullet. In Season 2, Frasier's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, the self-help book author. Niles and Maris are together, but Niles suspects Maris of having an affair with a Bavarian fencing teacher? Daphne has long hair and bangs, and not much other story. Martin has to get Eddie neutered. Roz is winning at life with huge 90s hair by being a great radio producer and by having the sex life she chooses without apology. I think that catches us up. So start us off, Lauren. Let's talk about women. Let's talk about women. I'm in. Luckily, because we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) I want to dive in by talking about Daphne in season two. So we like to keep these topics positive, and so I will focus on that here and praise the show for giving Daphne some sexual agency. She actively seeks out a relationship in the episode called Seat of Power. This is where Frasier hires a plumber to fix his toilet, and the guy turns out to be Frasier's former school bully. Daphne has a side story where she is pursuing this guy who's playing frisbee in a park, and here is a clip. Yeah, I got you again, huh? You're such a soft touch. I am not. Well, he never begs when I'm eating. Well, maybe he doesn't like what you're eating. Trust me, he's not picky. I saw him eat a beetle. <laughs> Eddie! Let's go for another walk. Uh, I thought you already walked him this morning. I did twice. He's got to go again? No, actually, I do. <laughs> that didn't sound right. There's a very nice-looking gentleman who plays frisbee in the park with his Labrador. Eddie and I are hoping to run into them again. Come on, Eddie. He's just playing hard to get. I'm glad somebody is. (laughs) So throughout the episode, we see Daphne using a telescope to watch this park and run out with Eddie any time that her man is out there. Um, And if 
if it was Frasier doing this to an unsuspecting woman, I would be appalled. Absolutely. But given how little sexual agency Daphne has, particularly this season, and some of the truly crappy stuff that happens to her, I vote to allow the stalking. <laughs> I, I agree. Also, there was no internet then. How were you supposed to find a dude? Exactly. And she's just using it as a way to, like... She doesn't find anything out about him except he's there and she tries to make herself available. Mm -hmm. She's not peeping on him. No. I would support that too. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Taryn, what would you like to talk about? I wanted to talk about a specific episode where we see that women can be anything. Okay, tell me more. So the episode is called Someone to Watch Over Me. And in this episode, Fraser starts to think that his super fan may be a crazed stalker, mm-hmm. and he hires a bodyguard to accompany him to the CBs to protect him from this maybe crazy person. Right, and the CBs are the Radio Broadcasting Awards y- of Seattle. Yes, the gala. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There are some cheap shots at the women at women throughout this episode, and we're just going to ignore those. We're in the positive section of the show. It's, we're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But his bodyguard shows up, and it's a woman. Her name is Cindy, and what's great is that she is highly trained and very good at her job. She comes in immediately and is like, this is where you've been wrong and unsafe already in our interaction. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. So in this episode, Frasier becomes really paranoid and even starts to think maybe that Cindy, the bodyguard, is the stalker, and we have a clip of him trying to evade her. Now, listen, hear me out on this. Didn't it seem curious to you that Cindy was so quick to dismiss Dad's theory? Cindy, who is not wearing a red dress? Frasier, you can't think that she's the... What, she couldn't... Think about it was conveniently out of the apartment at precisely the moment the stalker phoned. So she was. And we know she has a cellular phone. That's how she called for the cars. But if it is, Cindy, why hasn't she made her move? Maybe she's waiting to get you alone. Ah, uh, too many red dresses in there. We'll take our own elevator. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Don't be nervous. Oh, I'm not nervous, I... Just a little chilly. It's a cold night. Should have worn a scarf. (laughs) Yes, I suppose I should have. Uh, Believe me, I meant to. Honest. Uh, Where was that elevator? (laughs) You know, I asked for this assignment. Truth is, I'm uh, quite a fan of yours. But I guess you figured that out already. Oh, my God. What? There. Where? There, behind the bar. Frazier Crane? I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. I'm your number one fan. Ah! Uh, Hilarious that someone may not have had a cell phone. (laughs) That is insane. (laughs) So, Frazier is paralyzed with fear because of a woman and women generally. He just, he can't do anything at this point. So in the episode, it comes out that Cindy isn't the stalker and that Kari, the superfan, just cares about Frasier and the potentially creepy messages that she sent were just misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. 
I just appreciated in this episode that Fraser was intimidated by a woman and he also allowed a woman to protect him. And like when a woman showed up, he didn't call the service and say, send me a man or anything. Yep. Just ladies can be anything. And this episode proves that they can be stalkers, bodyguards, whatever they want. You name it. Yeah. That's great. Lauren, I think it's time for you to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. I very much appreciate that you are giving me the floor here because we are going to talk about Dr. Lilith Sternen. And this is always Taryn's area of expertise. She's the master. And just from the bottom of my heart, thank you for giving me the floor. You're very welcome. And uh, criticisms and corrections will be doled out as necessary. (laughs) Sounds good. That sounds very uh, supportive in this women episode. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, with the show Frasier, we always get a Lilith episode. And in season two, the great Lilith episode is Adventures in Paradise. So this is the one where Frasier takes his girlfriend, Madeline Marshall, to Bora Bora for a sex vacation. And Lilith happens to be staying at the same hotel with her boyfriend, Brian. So Lilith's presence drives Frasier crazy, and he fakes having sex with Madeline to get back at Lilith. This is the jumping on the bed slamming the frame against the wall scene that fans of the show may recall. Here is a little gem from Lilith in this episode. You know, the one comfort in being divorced is that you're both losers. Eventually the time comes when one person is the first to move on. Quite frankly, I'd hoped it would be me. (laughs) Well, I'd hoped it would be me. And it was. But I'd like to think that had things worked out the other way around, I would have been happy for you. Well, if you love him, I am happy for you. I do. Brian has been a dutiful suitor for some time, and I'm convinced to within an acceptable margin of error that he loves me. <laughs> Lilith is great. Lilith is great. And I love how here she stands up for herself. She says very plainly that she hoped that she would be the one to move on first. And it's structured as a joke and people laugh. But if you watch her face, she's not joking. No. And she's also happy for herself in it. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't, she's not apologizing. She's like, yeah, I'm really happy. That's pretty great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lilith is the bomb. She's great. Now and always. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Cafe Nervoso switcheroo time because you, Taryn, wanted to talk about BB Glazer. I sure did. We touched a little bit on BB in the sexuality episode, so go check that one out. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about her and how great she is at her job. Mm-hmm. Tell me. She is ruthless and will basically stop at nothing to get what she sees is right for her clients. She is a businesswoman through and through and knows what it takes to get the job done. Sometimes her methods are questionable, but ultimately no one cares because she gets results. Mm -hmm. Much like a man. Much like a man. Also, she wears a dope suit. Yeah, she does. Case in point is in Agents in America Part 3. This is the episode where BB uses her and Fraser's supposed affair to get the station on the news and thus use that as leverage for a bigger raise for Fraser. She will take an opportunity and run with it as far as she can to get what she wants. 
Uh, here is a clip of the aftermath of Bibi and Fraser's night together, where she's trying to get that pub- publicity for the radio station. <sighs> Bibi, I'm coming out. Don't come any closer. I'll jump. Bibi, please. No, you can't help me. No one can help me. Look, I'm not worth doing this over. I... There'll be other men. It may take time, but you'll get over me. Well, somebody certainly thinks well of himself. (laughs) What? Darling, this isn't about us. It's just a little bargaining tactic. (laughs) I threatened to jump. You talk me down. Major coverage. Bang! Your price goes up 20%. My life is meaningless! darling talk to me Woman, you're out of your mind now listen you're coming in you're coming in right now turn away from me you can't talk me out of this at least not until channel five gets here <laughs> now come on dear make like a therapist god you are out of your mind you need help you you should be in therapy that's good but louder <laughs> give me one reason to live just one of reasons <laughs> work art the people who care about you now come in you crazy bitch channel five come to mama <laughs> full coverage now here's the plan i swoon forward you reach out and catch me what on three one No! Film at 11. There's a reason that Frasier sticks with this woman who is completely immoral, and that is because she is great at her job. Yeah, she sure is. And, like, you can hear in that clip particularly, she is great at her job because she's a woman, because she knows what men think of her, and she's not afraid to exploit it and pretend that she's suicidal over a man, because yeah. that's all that women are. Yeah. God bless you, B.B. Glazer. She is our, I'd say, our secondary or tertiary, tertiary hero of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as always, full praise to Harriet Sansom Harris, who just brings her to life. Yeah, she definitely does. I don't want to leave this episode without giving you a moment to discuss Lilith. I know I took it, so what else do you have to say? Thank you, Lauren. I do want to talk about Lilith. I'm shocked. I just want to say that she is great at stopping Fraser from having sex. <laughs> yes. And God bless her for it. Mm-hmm. Give she, me an example. She rattles him in a way that unhinges him and prevents him from going to Bone Town, like, <laughs> almost every time, except when it's with her, which is great because she's like, you can't do it around <laughs> me unless it's with me. <laughs> I just love how much power Lilith has over Fraser, yep. and how well she knows him, and that she uses it to mess up his life at her whim. Yep, she's great. Yeah. One woman we've left out so far is the invisible woman of it all, (laughs) Maris. We sure have. But I want to talk about how Maris has all of the financial power in her marriage to Niles. The character is unseen, which is not great, but it's made very clear that she is 
kind of a powerhouse. She's the wealthy person in their marriage, extremely wealthy, it's implied. And Roz even calls Niles a financial eunuch, <laughs> to, to which he does not object. Oh, Roz is amazing. Yeah, we'll get to Roz. Yeah. If you're like, we're talking about women, where's the Roz of it all? Go listen to our other episode that's completely about Roz in this season. Uh, but it's so great that there is this female character with that sort of financial power in this world that is progressive for 1990s. Yeah, totally. Our next segment is 1990s Nonsense, where we discuss the aspects of the show that have not aged as well as others. Reminder, it has been 25 years since the show premiered, and a lot has changed. Lauren, start us off. So, on the whole, season two has some terrible stuff for female characters. Real bad, rock bottom, kind of. Yeah, it's not good. But I am going to focus on Dr. Honey Snow, because the way women's work is treated in this show is often bad, and the dismissal of Dr. Snow's self-help book is a particular low point. So these two psychiatrists crap all over her work and who she is uh, when she's a colleague of theirs. She has a PhD, we assume, or she has a doctorate. Yeah. And she is trying to help the world through her work, and they, like, mercilessly make fun of her. And she's trying to help women. Totally. And help them on a large scale, which Fraser's trying to help people on a large scale. Why is it any different? Yeah, and he's not as good at it as she is. Yeah. yeah. It's not cool. Not good at I do- all. I don't enjoy. Nope. Uh, Taryn, what nonsense do you bring? So I wanted to talk about how the show treats Daphne, which yeah. we know is terribly. It's not good. Spoilers. And specifically in the episode, Someone to Watch Over Me. So in this episode, Fraser's bodyguard comes over and... Daphne gets some psychic visions when she shakes hands with her and the bodyguard asks Frasier if the the woman calling this this stalker person has any accent suggesting that it has to be Daphne because who could be as crazy as this person right and Daphne's done nothing she is a really great person she takes care of this whole house And she is just time and time again put down because she has a different view of the world than the other characters. That is nonsense. It sucks. That sucks. Yeah. going to make a hard turn back towards things that we love about the show and it's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the second season. Taryn what's your pick? I gotta go with Adventures in Paradise. Sure. Because we have Lilith in the bathing suit. Let's talk briefly about the bathing suit. Oh man it is high cut. High cut. She looks bomb in it. Yeah. Bangable. I'll say it. Yep. And she is wearing some absurd <laughs> heels just on her veranda of the hotel. Of course. And a big stupid flower in her hair. 
She's wonderful. Vacation oh. Lilith is something that I aspire to be. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't made this more of a life goal. <laughs> now you have your task. Yep. Great choice. Lauren, what episode do you love? My favorite episode for women in season two is Agents in America, part three. It's our second episode with Bibi, and she's living up to the high standard she set in season one, and she goes all out to do her job and to, to make that Skrilla, so I'm into it. Yep. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out our other episodes. They're in Apple Podcasts and on Google Play, and on our website at cafenervosapodcast.com. On our website, I make recaps for each of our podcast episodes that include links, gifs, and other observations, including how many times we mention Lilith, which thankfully will be like a high number this one. Very high. Please also go right now and follow us on Instagram. We're at Cafe Nervosa Pod. We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music, and we'd love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Fraser or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa. We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes from this season based on our theme. Lauren, you are up. Lady fans, lady supporters, and ladies of all types, I give you the wisdom of Daphne Moon. He's back in my room. God, the noise the bloody thing makes. It would be less upsetting to just wake up on fire. <laughs> Taryn, what do you have? All you need to know here is that Lilith has shown up at Fraser's apartment while Fraser's on a date with Madeline. Oh, God! <laughs> it's nice to see you, too. Is Fraser here? you live in Boston? I'm here on a layover. And judging by Fraser's trademark mangles on a stick, so are you. <laughs> if you like, I can come back in ten minutes. <laughs>